to be honest, with auto entry, when I'm speaking with a client, I would recommend them they'll probably start off with one or two clients because the reality is you're not going to throw every single client straight onto auto entry. You're learning the system. You're going to test it out of a couple of clients and then gradually you build your clients up onto auto entry. As soon as they've started using the software and they actually get used to auto entry in the process, they then would probably say, well, now I'm ready to invite the client. The selling point to the client is it's saving them time, the majority of the time, of bringing the invoices and the data to the accountant or bookkeeper. You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm very pleased to introduce you to my wonderful panel that I've got today of people. I have Brian and Chelsea from Auto Entry, and I have the wonderful Vicky Bodis from Bodis Accounting. So let's start off. Vicky, do you want to let us know a little bit about you and what you do and who you help? Yeah, like I run Bodice Accounting. We are based up in Falkirk, which is slap bang between Edinburgh and Glasgow. So we've brought ourselves in a little bit so that we've got more of a focus on central Scotland. But I think most of us, we have people all over the country. And yeah, we pretty much help the kind of small, medium businesses just now with anything they need except kind of audit or inheritance tax. I don't like inheritance tax. So yeah, that's us. I've got three staff and we are run off our feet oh amazing and Vicky when was it that you started your practice two years ago you've done amazing it's only a baby practice really isn't it and yeah you have it done is really well <laughs> that's really impressive thank you Brian do you want to let us know about what it is that you do at Auto Entry yeah good afternoon hi guys Brian Carolyn from Auto Entry here as Joe said, I've been with the company since before Auto Entry was launched, actually, back in 2015, if memory serves. Uh, And I'm part of the product team, product owner here within Auto Entry. I'm very much involved in development of the product, whether that's new features and new updates to processes and systems in the background as well. So we tinker a lot under the bonnet. Don't always get brilliant new features out, but we do an awful lot of work that customers don't always see to make sure it's running as well as it can yeah absolutely i know i've spoken to people that are creating software you say we just want this little tweak and they're like do you know how much work that little tweak is and it's it's hard for us to understand as users so it's great to hear some insights and chelsea what do you do at auto entry hello so i've been with auto entry four and a half years now and i train clients on the product so i will do demonstrations with them walk them through the process on how they would use auto entry and then show them how their clients could also use auto entry, whether it be using the mobile app and things like that. So I basically help onboard clients on through their journey and obviously show them how everything works and how to basically automate their practice. So if anyone's never come across auto entry before, who is it for and what does it do? Brian, do you want me to answer that? Or are you happy for me to? Yeah, go for it. It's a really easy answer, though. Who's yep. the <laughs> so it's for accountants and bookkeepers and everyone. So businesses can come directly to us. And of course, we've got the accountants and bookkeepers who come to us and use it for their clients as well. So what's the functionality? What does it do? So it's an automation tool so we can extract data from purchase invoices, sales invoices, We can reconcile supplier statements as well. We extract data from bank and credit card statements. And we also have an expense report feature as well. 
Absolutely amazing. Okay, if somebody's looking for some ways of automating and leverage their time in the business, then auto entry is an op- opportunity for them to do just that. Yeah. So as a bookkeeper in practice, and I'm sure Vicky's had these conversations as well, we start thinking that we want to utilize these apps. We want to make streamline these processes so that we're not, it's not so heavy on the labor side for us. But then we need to think about how we sell that to our clients. And we become the sales team for these apps because we're the ones that have to sell the benefits and make sure that people know that it's the right thing for them and the right fit. So what should you consider? So if you think, and I would, I think the easiest way to do this is to use something in your firm first. And remember, you're a business owner, just like all your clients. So it's really good to use something yourself. When you're considering apps for your firm, what are the kind of things that you should really be thinking about? Because I heard someone say the other day that they went to an event and got software drunk. And I think I can see that you go to these things and there's so much opportunity, like there's so many things that do so many things. And it's like, how do you make a decision on what you should be thinking about what you should be doing maybe first? What are the first kind of apps you should be considering for your practice? Brian, do you want to start that? And then we'll go to Vicky. Yes. So you're right. There is a lot of apps. And the oldest saying in the book is there's an app for that. So no matter what your process is, no matter what you might think you have an issue with, no matter what you might think a pain point is, or as an awful lot of bookkeepers, accountants and business owners that we talk to don't even realize that they have a pain point. We're showing them a product that they've never heard of before. They've never thought was an issue and they didn't know there was a solution for it. So while this sounds like a terrible piece of advice, it's going to a show like Accountex or the Digital Accountancy Show or any of the big accountancy and bookkeeping shows that are around on all over the country, you will get tech drunk, which is a great phrase. I might use that again because there is just so much going on. Accountex was what, a month and a half ago, maybe at this stage. And I think my feet have only just recovered. My voice has only just come back from talking to so many customers and prospective customers. But I think the big thing is, and it happens with a lot of people is, and we even, we even talk to customers of ours who are already customers of auto entry. And they'll ask us, what else does it do? Because all they use it for is bank statement extraction. And they'd absolutely no idea that there's invoice extraction there, which is by far and away the biggest tool within auto entry. It can be a big help going to the bigger shows where literally every piece of software is. It will kill you for two days. Guarantee you will crawl home on the tube and not be able to walk for a week, but get drunk on everything that's out there. And the biggest thing then is to sit back and look at what you do. Look at what your practice is doing. Look at what you and your team are doing on a day-to-day basis. And you know, measure it right down to, do you know what? I send 20 emails a day trying to arrange calls with my clients. There's got to be an easier way to do that. There's got to be a scheduling tool I can use that I can just click a button and it books in a call for me. And we end up on a call like this because this weird, I'm never going to say COVID was a good thing for anything, but there is this weird thing that's come from the whole pandemic is remote calls and video calls have become a little bit of a norm. They're not as intimidating as they used to be. And it could be even something as simple as saying, do you know what? I'm going to properly sign up to Zoom. I always use the free one and I can only use 
I think Zoom has like a 40 minute limit or something on the calls. And I can't use that feature and I can't use this feature. And do you know what? I use it 10 times a day. It's about time. I actually just signed up for it. Who am I going to charge for it? You're not going to charge a particular client or you're not going to pass it on to any of your clients, but it now just becomes a professional part of the service that you offer. That's such a good point, Brian, about the fact that we might already have an app stack. We could be looking at something, but if you've already got an app stack, write that out and look at what you're doing and what you're not using. I had an opportunity to be part of a judging panel on for the software that I use. And when I read the entries, I was like, I think they're using a different software to me because I don't know that it doesn't do that really. And then I had to go back to my account manager and say, tell me what I don't know, because I there's a lot that I don't know. And I think that's a really key point, thinking and leaning on your current suppliers and making sure you're utilizing everything you've already got. Speak to account managers, make sure that have you missed any updates or anything? Because we're all so busy doing things and we know we get emails and we know we should read them and we know that there are update webinars, but we don't go to them. So then we and then we just moan when someone else is getting better results than us. I know what it's like. It's definitely like that for me. Vicky, you are so new in reality to business, into this practice that you've got. When you set up your practice, did you have like you knew exactly what you wanted in apps or has this been, have you been on a bit of a confidence journey with tech as well? Yeah, no, definitely. I had no clue what was out. I pretty much knew that Zero existed because the firm that I had been with previously, that's what they used. But yeah, I knew absolutely nothing. Got myself kind of muddling along for about the first six months when I was still quite, we only had about 10 clients and then went to Accounting Web Live that November or December. And yeah, then there was like, oh my goodness, there is so much that can actually help me do this better. And yeah, it was it was that it was, what am I struggling to do? What's taking all my time? Or what can I see is going to take my time when we get bigger? So I'm very glad I had things in place when things went slightly crazy last year. But yeah, it is just, what am I going to struggle with? And what's the easiest solution? Because I'm not great with tech. So if it's a fantastic system, but it's actually a bit on the complicated side. I'm probably going to just do, like you said, I'll do the very basic bit and forget the rest exists because it's a bit too complicated. And certainly if clients are ever going to be on the platform, if they need me to explain something, I'll let's see how that works. Yeah. So yeah, nice, straightforward, easy to use, decent interface. They were my big ones. And yeah, nice, friendly folk at the end of a phone. Absolutely. Yeah. The support is really important, isn't it? And I think something about, and this is part of the reason that I created the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, is about having, so when we go to these events and you get to see all of these software companies, but then they've gone and you're getting on with normal day-to-day and then an opportunity comes up and you think, oh, is there a way of doing this? Having a community that you can ask, what do you use for this? What do you use for that? Is really amazing because, now, I say it's really amazing. It also can give me FOMO, massive FOMO. And I'm like, oh my goodness, they're using that app and I must use it. And I have to say to everyone all the time that they're, you know, just because someone that you know is using it and they appear to be successful doesn't mean it's the right fit for you and for your clients. And talking about that, Chelsea, how do you go about, so say you are using an app, say like you're using auto entry, how would you say that somebody then has that conversation about that to their client and then 
and that's why I believe it's a good idea to use something yourself because it's, it comes from integrity. Then if you're using something, you're seeing the benefits, then it's not really a sales. It's a bit like recommending a pizza place or a cinema or yeah. a film or something. You can say that is that, and would you suggest like trying to get all your clients onto something at one time, or can you take a bit more of a piecemeal approach? To be honest with auto entry, when I'm speaking with a client, I would recommend them they'll probably start off with one or two clients because the reality is you're not going to throw every single client straight onto auto entry. You're learning the system. You're going to test it out of a couple of clients and then gradually you build your clients up onto auto entry. And that's what we're obviously as an account manager myself, I'm there to support them and help them with that process. So we would check in and things. And then as soon as they've started using the software and they actually get used to auto entry in the process, they then would probably say, well, now I'm ready to invite the client. So the client then can download the app, for example, and use the mobile app. That then obviously the selling point to the client is it's saving them time, some majority of the time of bringing the invoices and the data to the actual accountant or bookkeeper. So yeah, it's also so helping that process. You definitely recommend getting your clients utilizing the app as well and it not just being something that because at first you could there's different ways I suppose that you could use it you could still get them to they could even drop off and I know that there are some people that like, use scan scan snaps and things where they like put all of the they actually I don't know how it works it amazes me but I've gone straight to I'm definitely a technophobe I try but it doesn't come easy to me but so I, I very much encourage my clients to use the mobile app to forward any any invoices on and things like that. Do you go through the full functionality or do you tell them just one piece and keep it really simple? What do you suggest? In regards to the demos, I would show them the full whole product basically and how they can upload. And then it's how they feel more comfortable using it. For example, today I had a demo of a client. All her clients send the invoices via email. So the easiest way for her is to send it directly to the unique email that we would create, for example, for the purchase inbox. So it really does depend on how they feel more comfortable doing it, because some clients would prefer them just to bring the shoebox, let's say, of invoices and the accountant deals with or the bookkeeper. Or some clients will actually will know I want the clients to start using it for their receipts and using the mobile app. So it really does depend on what you prefer and what you and your clients feel comfortable with, really. And I think it's just about testing the different methods as well and seeing what works best for you. Yeah, that's interesting. I've definitely had to go on a bit of a journey of how at first I used to create some like videos, but now I definitely, everybody's different. All my clients are different. And we now have any clients that we call are in onboarding, meaning they've not got used to our ways of working. We meet with them every week for 15 minutes and that little 15 minutes they can fit it in their diary, but they know that we are prioritizing that they've got to get used to how we work and we're going to be on their case until that happens. Vicky, how do you onboard your clients with apps that you want them to use? Yeah, it, it's kind of similar to you. It forms the basis of kind of all the start of discussions once they've said, yeah, OK, we're coming. It's a case. Of, OK, these are what we absolutely need you to be using. And certainly for things like auto entry is you can either use the app or email what's going to be easiest for you. We don't real, we don't mind which way you do it. You just have to be doing it. And it is making sure that they know that this is how we work. And if they don't do it, they're just going to get hassled by us to do it. So, yeah, it's it's in all of our discussions at the start until they're actually on board, they're using it, they're comfortable using it. And then we say, OK, any problems, let us know. But otherwise, I think you've got it. But yeah, it can be fun. And how are you, how do you know someone is using it correctly? So 
you use auto entry in your business, um, you've onboarded a client, maybe you're six months, six weeks, sorry, into the relationship. How do you know that it's all working? What's your markers on that? On our, it's the number of things that we're having to chase. So when you know the team are doing the bookkeeping side of things, if they're coming across as they never send us the invoices for this particular thing. Generally taxis. Nobody ever sends you their taxi receipts. But it's a case of, okay, so yeah, we now need to go back to them and say, okay, yeah, you're doing really well on the suppliers. And think, oh, certainly on things like auto entry for the receipt side of things, there's that nice kind of easy one where you can see, are we sending a list of three or four things that need to be uploaded or are we sending a list of 50 things? That are missing and if it's the 50 we probably need to sit down and have another call with them and kind of go and say okay is there a problem do you want training on it what can we do to make it easier for you but yeah thankfully we don't have that many of the 50 ones anymore that's good that's good that's testament to you and your the boundaries that you've set initially in that client on board boarding journey brian do, how does auto entry or how do you as the creators how can you support accountants and bookkeepers do you have any ways of training us to train our clients or should they just speak, should they speak to their account managers? Do you have any like how-to videos or anything? What's like best practice and what should we be yeah. thinking about when we... We just sell it and leave you alone. Good luck, you're on your own. <laughs> of course not. With ourselves and to be fair, I, I think we're particularly good at it and most kind of software companies i think should be similar to what we do we're not unique in the software we're unique in how nice we are i'll say that however we're not unique in the software world whereby our sales team which chelsea would be a part of course we have what we call our customer success team here as well you must excuse me if there's noise in the background where the office pride day is going on at the minute. So there's currently bingo and a party literally on the far side of the screen. With me. Oh, Excuse cool. Me. <laughs> yeah, with Chelsea and our sales team, who will, as she said, bring you through demos and show you all the product before making the decision. And we have the free trial there. And now once, as far as we, as far as we take it, once you sign up for a free trial, you're a customer, you get our full service. You get the full product. We don't hold back features. We don't add anything extra on when you try and sign up or anything like that. And our full support team and training teams are there for you as well. We have a success team who will take any practice accounting, bookkeeping practices, large firms, but they'll primarily deal with bookkeepers and accountants. And they'll train you and your whole team to make sure it's not just one or two people in the practice using the product someone goes off sick or goes on annual leave for two weeks and all of a sudden you have a pile of paperwork sitting there and no one else knows what to do. And then, as I mentioned, our support team are available either through the web chat, through phone calls. It's even the web chat is built into the phone app itself as well. So if one of your clients is using the auto entry app, snapping away on, on the images and something's gone wrong, they can contact our support team straight from the app as well. So I think, and as you mentioned, we have training videos within our health center. We've over 500 articles, I think. And we've training videos on all the major features and all the major parts of auto entry as well. Basically, we'll harass you with training <laughs> until you love auto entry and never leave. <laughs> oh, oh, I love that. That does sound very comprehensive. And I know I met the auto entry team years ago at an ICB dinner. I was I went to an ICB awards on my own 
And I was sat on your table next to you, Brian. And honestly, I was like, wow, who are these people? This is amazing. I love, yeah, just, just so lovely and so kind. And it's, and uh, yeah, it's, and the fact that what you're doing, what's in front of you now, it shows that the culture that we all see and feel is like truly it. It's just so lovely. Vicky, how do you know when you've got the, the right apps in your business or how do you know when you need another one? What's, because I get, I've got to the point, I'm three, four years into my practice and the more team members you have, and it's a big decision to take on a new app. Because there's a lot of time, there's a lot of effort, even if you really need it, but it's money in lots of ways because you pay for the app itself and then you've got to train the staff. And I have been put on a ban for quite a while in my team because obviously I go to a lot of events and everyone's, oh, there's Joe with a shiny object syndrome, like there she's off wanting another thing. And I've been banned a bit. So now when I have to really want something and have to put a case forward to my team, if I want something, how do you do it in your business? Yeah, it it comes down to that sort of pain point side of things. Um, is there something that's just a hassle every week or every month? Is there something that's taking way longer than we feel it should be taking? That's the kind of key bits for us to start looking about. The interesting thing when recently got in an office manager and one of the first things I tasked her with was, okay, can you look at all the tech everything that it says it does and see are we actually using our tech and turns out yeah we could have actually solved an awful lot of our pain points just from what we already had I think before taking something else on definitely is look at what you've actually got and see if it already does it because so many of the especially I think over the last year 18 months so many of the kind of software solutions have just grown and they've brought in all these new features and it is it's kind of similar to those training videos that you never go on it is you've had the email saying new feature launching you go oh, i'll read that later and you never go back and read it so yeah checking what's what can your current stuff do and if it can't do it then yeah find people who actually use it and uh, use other things that fit kind of what you need and find out what people are recommending just now yeah, yeah that's great advice oh go for it brian I would add to that because it is a very valid point what happened over the pandemic and everyone will have seen certainly before Christmas in the last kind of six, eight months, companies like Google, Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter might be a slightly different case, but most of the big tech companies have all been laying off huge numbers of staff and largely developers because they overhired during the pandemic because all of a sudden everyone's at home. They need all this software. Nothing was face to face anymore. And all these companies needed huge amounts of people to build the products and to get it up to the scale that was now required. It's a very good point, as Vicky said, that you'd be surprised how many pieces of software you already pay for, you already have, and you already use, but you're using maybe 10% of its capabilities, 20% of its capabilities. And there's always something there that can help you out even further. And I dare say anyone who uses maybe the Gmail or the Google suite of products in the office or the Microsoft suite of products. If you have issues with certain pain points or you're looking for something to help you schedule calls or schedule emails, there's probably a functionality already there that you don't have to pay extra for that you can utilize. So don't be, I know I said in the very first start of the call that going to a, something like Accountex and just absorbing all the information you can find and all the apps that you can talk to and find out all the things that they do, Three days time, you'll forget 90% of it. Have a look at what you already have. 
you'd be surprised. So I like this idea of doing an app audit on ourselves. Like what you said, what you've got your office manager to do, Vicky, and what you're saying, Brian, is take a look at everything. And it's actually really surprising. You don't realise how many you're already utilising. And I had exactly that, Brian, what you just said about checking out your Google Suite and Microsoft. So I pay for Calendly, and it's not – and I pay – now more members of my team are having different meetings. So we, I think we've got about three or four people that we're paying for. And then someone said to me the other day, why don't you use Microsoft Bookings? And I was like, what's Microsoft Bookings? And yes, I'm already paying for it. Now, I'm still on a bit of a journey on this because I don't know whether it means I have to use Teams rather than Zoom. And I do love the touch up your appearance on Zoom, but I don't know if Teams has got that. So there might need to be. StreamYard has nothing. So this is really all of us. This is us. <laughs> There's no filters on this. But it's really, yeah, I didn't realize. And actually, when I typed in Microsoft, like suite of Office suite, there are so many things and I'm like, I'm paying for that for every member of my staff. So I think that's a really good point. One top tip coming out of today, do that apps audit on your own business, where you're at now, what are you using? Are you utilizing everything to its best? Something like, you know, I was paying for Calendly and people were booking in with me and I was always thinking, where did they get, do I want to speak to them? So now I have a very robust questions in there. I think always, yeah, try and utilize what you've already got, make the best of it before you go and find that new shiny object. And I would add to that, you've, so anyone who is embarking on the app stack, uh, to give it its, its techie phrase, to give it its full name, when you start this journey, invariably, as a accountant or a bookkeeper, you're going to choose your accounting package is probably going to be first. And it's probably going to be zero QuickBooks Sage. One of those three, generally. They've between the three, most of the market is covered. And your next step then is what connects to those pieces of software. And to anyone who, Joe, I don't think you're as tech tech Luddite as you claim to be, but for anyone who is worried about tech or worried about going to a show or worried about talking to a software company, very first question you ask is, I use zero, do you integrate with zero? I use Sage. Do you integrate with Sage? If it's a no, go. I might come back to you. If I do get clients on who use Zero, Sage, QuickBooks, whichever one you work with, I might talk to you then. Because if anyone doesn't know, of course, Auto Entry was acquired by Sage nearly four years ago at this stage. So we were an individual business. We were a startup slightly from the different side. We were obviously on the tech side. And our hub was Salesforce. We had to have the product that controlled our customers. When you're selling a product, that's all you really cared about is what your customers did. And every piece of software we spoke to, we got an accounting software, we got a support software, we had developer software, we had marketing software, everything else. First question was, do you integrate with Salesforce and do you integrate fully with Salesforce? If you don't, we're too small to try and do it ourselves. We're too small to go through the hassle of figuring it out and everything else. So you'd be amazed with a simple integration with any tool that you're looking for that it talks to your accounting software is probably going to be the center if not uh, a crm or client relationship manager software once it talks to those and once it fully integrates your life just becomes 10 times easier and all of a sudden when you see what one does to another and all of a sudden all these pieces of software and apps you change one and six of them all update automatically without you haven't done a thing ah here 
It's amazing. That's what we want. That's what we want. So great advice is start off with that pillar piece of where are you going to be doing the operations in your business? Where are you going to be doing that bookkeeping, the county, and then go on to after that? What else do you need? Great advice. Thank you all so much for today. I've really enjoyed our chat. Chelsea, I believe that Auto Entry have an offer for our listeners today. Yep. So, <laughs> Brian, anyone who would be interested in having a full feature demonstration, uh, I have sent Joe the link. So you can book in for a demonstration with myself. And we are offering auto entry three months for free. So it gives you a really good testing to see how it works. And you can actually see how it's going to help you save time and also just helping your clients as well. Excellent. I will drop that link under this video in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, which is live. And we will put it in the show notes on the podcast as well. Thank you so much for my guest Thank today. You. It's been really lovely to speak to you, hear about your business, Vicky, and hear about how Auto Entry are helping their clients and customers. Thank you all so much. We will see you next week for another episode of Bookkeepers Podcast. Take care. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com. <laughs>